At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio. Wake up feeling blessed up, uh, piss you on that dress up, uh, ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up, uh, riding in that Tesla, roasted nigga ketchup, sipping on that Sephra, till I messed up, like yes sir, now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange, like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same, we fuck bitches, get paper, we fuck niggas on papers, we walk around with lasers, we probably own some chasers, lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want
Standard Time on Wednesday, January 28, 2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Uh, now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, thank you very much for even caring. Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right? I'm here to serve as the big sister that you never knew you needed or wanted, all right? I'm an only child. I've got a lot of extra energy, and for whatever reason, I want to channel all of this enthusiasm and excess energy into listening to your bullshit and making you feel better. And if I have nothing uh, helpful to say, at least you will feel a little bit less alone and you will have been distracted for a moment. How's that sound? Fantastic. Pick up your smartphone, save this number, and call me. 646-378-0649. That is the number. You can also tweet me your questions uh, if you're too much of a puss to call into the show. My Twitter info is as follows, at Alexi Wasser. Is that a confusing name? Maybe. Is it hard to spell possibly? Uh, I'm going to spell it out because I have a list. Uh, and I just want to make sure we're clear because good communication is the first step to everything we're about to solve tonight. All right. My Twitter info is at A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. That is S as in Sam, S as in Sam. All right? All right. Amazing. You guys, are you out there? Can you hear me? Are you feeling this? Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight? bisexual, newly single? Are you a cutter? Are you a fucking asshole shit talker? Are you a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Uh, Are you a moody person sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating a salami or pizza or whatever and picking at your face? Oh, no! Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that you did at that party last weekend? Are all of your friends assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Ugh, that is the worst. I hate that. You know what? you got to get used to it. And why? Because it's called real life. It's never-ending. I don't get it. We've got to start choosing your friends more wisely, all right? We'll talk about that, too. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all your text messages, your Facebook pokes, your retweets, your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit, you've got insane problems that we need to talk about. Uh, do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? I think you do. In which case, pick up that phone and dial 646-378-0649. And if you want to email me about it, so you can find, you know, a happy medium between uh, tweeting me something with 140 characters or whatever uh, and giving me the long-winded, detailed uh, description of your laundry, that's fine too. Or you could call in, either or. Uh, You should email me your question, your issue. Your prob to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Yeah, it's a highbrow establishment over here. Gmail accounts and everything. Um, all right. Okay, I'm feeling good about this. You guys, 
what is going on? Uh, I've got things to tell you. I've got thoughts and feelings and things I've been noticing that I want to get into. Uh, I also do want, just want to throw this out there, you guys. Uh, before I answer the first call of the evening, I'm very excited. It's going to be a 585 area code phone number, which is super thrilling because I have no idea where that area code is from. Uh, but we're going to find out tonight. I would just like to say that Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported show, all right? I've been doing this show for about five years. Five years! I can't believe it! And I've never thought to ask for donations because uh, why would I do that? But then I realized everybody else does that, and that would be very helpful if I started doing that as well because I do put a lot of time, believe it or not, I put a lot of time and energy and love and care into Boy Crazy Radio. So uh, if you like the show and you want to make a donation, go to imboycrazy.com and click on the Donate button, which is on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, all right. I hope you're enjoying the slideshow. If you're listening to the live show and you're on, you're on uh, boycrazyradio.com, I always provide a, uh, a slideshow that goes along with the listening experience. You're welcome. All right. We're going to get to the phone calls because that's what all of this is about. Uh, area code 585, what's going on? Oh, no. Hello? Yeah, this is you. What's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Hey, it's uh, Jack. I'm uh, 17. I'm from uh, New York, Rochester, New York. What's happening? Wait, how old are you? 17. You're 17 years old and your name is Jet? Like like a jet airplane? No, no, no. Like Jet. No, like Jet Romney, is it? No, whatever. Uh, no, Jack. Oh, Jack. Well, you know, whatever. I'm going to call you Jet, but that's, uh, that's not in here right there. I, I'm listening. Jack, Jack, I'm right here. I'm listening. What's happening? This is so fantastic. You're calling in a boy crazy radio. I, I feel good about this. What's going on? Yeah, it's feeling great. Uh, I don't know. I just, just a general, got somebody you know, like far away and, you know, don't know what to do. Have to wait and stuff. Um. Wait, what? I'm confused. Uh, so, yeah, long distance. Okay. Long distance. I, your phone is so fucked up, I can't understand what you're saying. So I don't know what's going on with the connection, but I don't understand you. I'm going to try one more time. What is? What are you calling about? What's your question? Uh, long distance general stuff, I guess. I don't long distance. What do you mean you get? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna have to like. I don't understand. Long distance what and stuff. Is this a prank call? Oh, what's up? If the phone call is not really working, I'll just I'll just go then. Sorry. No, I want to know what you mean. Long distance relationships. Yeah. What about it? Like, are you in one or what's what's the problem? Yeah. Be specific. Yeah. I'm in Dubai, actually. Dubai. How did you end up? Are you going with a girl or with a guy? A uh, girl. Uh, her from her best friends, like a. Uh, oh God! Live God. By me, like come whatever. You have a horrible connection happening. You're you somehow you're going all the girl from Dubai. Somebody lives next door to you, next door to you, and uh, you met this girl. Yeah, okay. Is she ever? Is she ever? Is she ever coming back? Uh yeah, eventually probably. I don't know. Eventually, probably. Really make plans. 
wait, why is she gone? She lives there and you just happen to meet her through your friends? Yeah, yeah, she lives there. She lives there. I'm going to, I hate to break it to you. I think, I think uh, you should start dating other people or keep your eyes open and, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Rush. I, I, I do think it's probably a better idea. I do have a question though, because you're 17. I want you to form really long sentences that, that are longer than like one word answers and stuff. What made you really? What, what made you like this girl? What about her made you? Uh, oh, she's just like you know, more intelligent than a lot of other people, and uh, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, and she likes uh, a lot of the same stuff that I do. Like I'm just into a bunch of nerdy stuff, and she's like, she thinks it's cool. So, yeah. Oh my God, what are you into that's nerdy? Uh, audio gear. I'm, I'm a musician. I'm into it. I don't think it sounds nerdy at all. I think it sounds great. How old is this girl? Uh, 17 as well. She's 17. So have you guys been emailing or writing to each other on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You are going to be ama- – wait, so wait, hold on. This is I'm not flirting with you because you're 17, but how tall are you? I have to know. Pretty sure, short. Like, you're really tall, right? I'm 5'6", yes. so uh, I think. 5'6". Six, six Thank you. How did you know that I'm tall? I've been watching for a while. Okay. Well, this is very flattering. And uh, don't fall in love with me. You'll only get hurt. You're way too young for me, but I appreciate it. Okay. Just kidding. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is fantastic. Okay. Here's what I I want you to do. You are. You seem to be a driven, romantic, musical wizard master in Rochester. You uh, you have a heart of gold. You have a crush on a girl who's in Dubai. What I think you should do is. You should exercise your your romantic muscle, and I'm not talking about masturbating. I'm talking okay. about write to yeah. her. I really think you should write to this uh, du- Dubai girl. I'll just call her the Dubai girl. You should write to her and uh, be romantic and have a crush and pretend you might see I mean, maybe you'll see her again. Maybe you won't, but at least you can, like, practice getting to know someone and learning how to uh, – Communicate in words in written the in the written word or and you can also in the written talk word. to her. <laughs> that's what I'm saying and you can also you can also talk to her like you know on Viber or you can Skype with her and just have like loving kind of sweet uh, pen pal like relationship with her and then and then when you meet somebody else who actually lives in the same city that you live in you'll naturally, it'll it'll all naturally kind of like unfold the way it's supposed to, but you might as well just keep communicating with this girl because it sounds really cool and romantic and then it'll be good for you. Yeah. She, she does. Her name's uh, Femk. What is her name? Femk. F-E-M-K-E. Well, hopefully she's listening. I, can, I can't understand anything that's happening because our connection oh, is so yeah. bad. But, but uh, I'm yeah. going to hang up, I'm going to, I'm hanging up on you mm-hmm. and I think, uh, I think, I think I've really helped your life. That's what I think. Um, phone lines are open. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the number. Uh, I'm going to read an email that I got, uh, which was sent to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject line: Big Sis. Please write Big Sis in the subject line because that uh, that really helps me out. Um, and I do want to tell you about things that happened this week. But first, oh fuck it, I'm going to talk to you about this week. Okay. So I just got I, every week I say I just got out of a relationship, which is a lie. I didn't just get out of a relationship. I got out of a relationship three months ago. 
but it has been difficult. And how dare you tell me how long it takes to heal, okay? I will tell you how long it takes to heal. I'm the one who's like the blind leading the blind over here. I'm the uh, quasi-life coach over here at Boy Crazy Radio. Anyway, my point is, when I bring up every week during this show that I just got out of a relationship, it's just to inform you of where I've been emotionally and mentally. Uh, healing, okay? I've been healing. How dare you? Um, but this week, I feel fucking great. I know if I really felt a 1,000% perfect and wasn't thinking about it at all, I probably would not bring it up. But uh, joke's on you because I would still bring it up because that's how self-aware I am. So I just want to say, if I feel like this is the first week where I'm, like, officially over my breakup where I've not, like, texted my ex-boyfriend, I've not been looking at his Instagram, I've not liked any of his photos, I'm not thinking we're ever going to get together, uh, I'm just like, okay, it's over. That's what it was. I'm, and, like, and I'm okay. And it's all good. Uh, I've been meditating. Who the hell do I think I think I am? I've been meditating. It's very exciting. One of my platonic male friends that I went on a date with like four years ago or something, maybe longer, uh, we're just friends now. We've been friends for a while. He's actually been a guest on this, uh, on this podcast, radio show, radio show. And uh, so everybody I know from every different group of friends that I have and even, you know, people I come into contact with or, you know, my therapist and just from a lot of different avenues, I have been told, you should meditate. And I think like, you know, words like meditate and Pilates and yoga, you know, they're thrown around a lot, especially where I live, which is Los Angeles. And uh, I know I have a mind that races, and we all do. And I'm sure if you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio tonight, and you are a girl or a guy, because Boy Crazy Radio is not just for girls, contrary to popular beliefs, um, I'm sure that you have a mind that works like mine as well. You think deeply about things, analyze stuff, you overthink, you overanalyze, whatever that means. I hate when people say you're overthinking or overanalyzing. Can't we just call it thinking? Why, why, why am I being judged? Um, anyway, so we all do this, you know, like especially girls nowadays, like you, uh, we can multitask, we, you know, we overthink, we overanalyze, you're on Instagram, you're having a career, you're doing your studies, you're going to school, whatever the hell, the hell you're, you know, whatever you're doing, you're dating, and then you're also, like, looking at your ex-boyfriend's Instagram and seeing who, who's liking his photos and who he's following and who's, whatever, you're, like, doing all this, like, weird detective sleuth work or whatever, because that's how brains work nowadays, fast and furious and intensely, and especially women's brains, we can multitask like crazy motherfuckers, it's insane. So, uh, I'm sure it's important for all of us to meditate is what my point is. But I can be lazy and I don't like to be told what to do. And I feel that if something, you have to find, you have to find things yourself. A million people can tell me to meditate and it can probably be the best idea in the world and the, and the most helpful thing. But somebody else telling me to do something, it's just like it's not going to happen unless something clicks in my brain and, and, and I decide, you know what, I, I do have to do that. Until something shifts in my mind or the information lands in a certain way or until I'm ready, like spiritually or emotionally ready to try something out, I can't, I'm not gonna, I can't do something. I can't be forced to do something. So if something shifted in me and I thought, fuck it. Yeah, I do want to meditate. And I don't know what happened. It was a few weeks ago. I was obsessing over something 
and my friend texted me and he goes, you need to, you need to learn how to not let one person and one thing throw you so intensely. You know, you, you shouldn't let one thing or one person throw you so much. And I thought, fuck, that's a good point. You're right. One thing has got me spinning and out of control and just like spiraling. So he suggested, and I guess he he wasn't being bossy, but I guess this was a moment where somebody suggesting something, I was ready to hear it. So that was fortunate. He texted me and he goes, you should meditate. Like meditate for 15 minutes. I'll do it too. So separately in, in different locations, he set, I assume he set his uh, iPhone timer. I set my timer at my house. I turned my phone off or on silent. And I like laid down and I'd never really meditated, but you know, I'm not fucking uh, ridiculous. I was going to say retarded, but I'm trying not to say that word because it's offensive. Um, I'm not brain dead. I can figure things out quickly. And so can you. I thought, okay, meditating. I will close my eyes. I'll focus on my third eye or whatever that means, wherever that is, I found it. Um, and, yeah, I'll just try to, like, I'll, whatever. I'll just see what happens. I'm trying not to let a bunch of thoughts come into my brain. So I did that for 15 minutes, and thoughts did enter my mind. And also, you know what, on a side note of a side note, now I'm all over the place. I... Because of all these fucking mantras on Instagram where it's like people love, people don't like food pics. We know this. And that, and that kind of separates who you should be friends with. Like people who like food pics should hang out with people who like food pics. People who like selfies and photos of kittens and uh, helpful mantras, they should hang out with each other too. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm the latter. I like kitten pics. Believe it or not, I like selfies. And by selfies, I mean your selfies or my selfies. People, so selfies in general, I don't mind them, okay? I like people. I like people's faces. I call them self-portraits. How dare you? Um, and I like photos of kittens. But these mantras, my God, I can't believe it. At first, you're, you're going to think, Instagram mantras. Ugh. So lame. Ridiculous. Unhelpful. Cornball. Goody, goody. Not into it. But then, all of a sudden... I, I started seeing mantras and whatever on Instagram and, and being like, hey, that made me feel good. Or, ah, good point, mantra. Good point, Instagram mantra. So one of these Instagram blurbs was like something along the lines of like uh, your thoughts are like cars or blah, blah, blah. You don't have to go chasing. You know, there's this like running, they're driving through your mind and you're not supposed to go chasing all of them or whatever. Like something, I mean, obviously it didn't land in my brain uh, 100,000%. But the bottom line is that we have all these thoughts in our brain and they just exist. All these thoughts in our brain exist. But we don't have to follow them and chase all these thoughts and actually make them important or care about them or give them any value. So that, that's what I took away from that Instagram blurb mantra. And meditating helps you not take all your thoughts so seriously and it makes you uh, decide what you do focus on and what you don't focus on and it and it, it helps you quiet your mind. So from an Instagram blurb to a text where my friend suggested I meditated and I happened to be in a, uh, a moment of my life where I was spiraling over something ridiculous, a guy not paying attention to me or something lame or beating myself up, up, myself up over, you know, 
oh, doing something embarrassing or just judging myself or whatever, it all kind of collided, all these different things kind of colliding at once. And I thought, fuck it, I'll meditate. So I did, and I felt better after I did it. I felt calmer. Uh, so that was cool. And then I decided to go with this friend to, like, a group meditation thing, and I didn't put much pressure on myself. I just went. I showed up. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm going to meditate. This is crazy. I can't believe it. There's a guru. Look, that guy's the guru. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. It's like my new religion. I, I was not like that. I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to check this out. I will decide if this is interesting to me. I'll see how I feel after this. You know, I'm not going to put this on a pedestal. I'm just checking it out. I'm trying to stay busy, recover from my breakup, throw myself out into the world, collect good stories, make my life better, be good and healthy, blah, blah, blah. (sighs) Snore. Um, So I went, and it was incredible. And I felt so much calmer. It had, like, a lasting effect. It was, like, an hour and a half thing. You you know, we we had a discussion about thoughts and, uh, and, you, you know, it's too much to talk about right now. It's too much. I'm still figuring it out. But all I'm saying is you guys should try it. But do whatever the fuck you want. I was like, oh, God. I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then what else did I want to tell you? Yeah, just got out of the breakup. Feeling good is what I was saying. And then so I, I had a situation where I, I guess I'll say I went on a date with somebody. And it kind of went nowhere. And I have a lot of pride, and I don't like to text men and, like, well, if I really like a guy, I won't text him a lot. Let me say that again. If I really like a guy, I want him to chase me. I want him to come for me. And this guy was not doing that, and that was blowing my mind, making me very upset, hurting my ego. I was spinning from that as well. <sighs> So, uh, and then I talked to my therapist about it, and he said that people who are meant to be in your life will find you. They will be in your life, and it'll, you know, and then when people kind of fall away or disappear or don't text you back or they kind of like disappear, it's actually a great thing. Oh, first of all, they don't want to hang out, so that's one thing. But the other thing is, it's like a, it's like a blessing in disguise because it's like, good, that, that alleviates that headache. It's better, it's better that the person disappear then lead you on, and then they still don't care about you. Do you know what I mean? Some guys will kind of, like, hang out with girls, uh, not be that into them, but hang out because they they just want someone in their life and they're, they want to have sex or whatever, and they're kind of like, but they're not emotionally invested and don't like you at all. So I'd rather have a guy that's emotionally invested and into me um, or, or not, or, or not in my life at all if I'm dating. Anyway... I don't even want to reveal what I was about to reveal. But uh, And then I met somebody recently who was, uh, yeah, and, and it flowed. It's, it's, it's easy. He found me. He's coming after me. And uh, it's just a much different feeling from, like, forcing somebody, like forcing something, forcing some kind of relationship. Because um, I feel like a lot of girls do that. A lot of girls are like, I should just text him. He's not texting me. He's actively ignoring me. What should I do? I'll just send a little witty thing. Uh, I'm going to nudge him along. I'm going to try to get this thing going. But it's like, dude, do nothing. I just feel like that's a nicer way to do it. If you're a woman, just do nothing. And if it's meant to happen, it'll flow and it'll be easy. And it's so much nicer on the ego. Anyway, I'm going to read a letter 
to me that says, Alexi, hello, my name is Susie. I tried to get on the phone, but I live in Philly and I have to work at 8 a.m., so I'm sleepy. But I really respect your advice and would love to hear what you have to say. Firstly, I watched the TED Talk that you posted about love. Awesome. I was, uh, oh, okay. She, was, uh, she worked on the executive board for TEDx in college, and she loved that stuff. So here's, here's the situation. I'm 22. My boyfriend is 21. We've been together for seven months. So many things I love about him. But he has some insecurity issues that come up when he's around people he's trying to impress. Unfortunately, these people are my friends and family. And his way of trying to impress them could be equated with someone who is trying to impress a group of 15-year-old boys, i.e. talking about drinking, uh, trying to act like he knows everything, puffing up his chest sort of thing, et cetera, et cetera. It's nothing too detrimental, but it's causing issues because in the end of the day, I choose who I date. But it would just make everything easier if they saw the man that I do. He's not that way around me at all. Uh, he's a teddy bear, and he has the biggest heart. We have great communication, blah, 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 even about this subject. How do I move forward with this? I don't want it to cause a wedge between us, and I don't want to start to resent him for this. He's young and immature, and he wants to change for himself, but I want to support this process so maybe it can move a little faster. Help. Signed, Susie. Um, Susie, well, let's see. This is interesting because um, you said that you have such great communication that you're able to talk to him about the subject also. So I would love, I too bad you're not calling, I would love to know what he says about this. Now, if you notice that he gets nervous and he acts a certain way to impress your family and your friends, but he's not that way when he's with you, oh, God. Well, then, why, I mean, I, I understand why you want him to be around your friends. I don't know why he has to be around your family so much. Maybe things will get better with time and he'll get more comfortable and just give it time. And all that really matters is how he is with you. But, uh, God, I wish you were on the phone for this. I mean, just seven months is not that long. I don't know how much time you've spent with your family or your friends. Just give it more time. Continue to spend time with him, getting to know him, seeing how he is around his friends, seeing how he is around his family, and then talk to him again and just, like, really ask him, like, hey, when you kind of, like, puff out your chest and you act like you know everything and come across, like, you know, with all this bravado, is it because you're insecure? What, what are you trying to prove? Uh, like, just relax. Do you not want to hang out with my family? Or what about my friends make you feel this way? Do you not feel enough? I mean, maybe you don't need to say all these things, but uh, it could offend him or it could shine a light on it and make him even more uncomfortable and more self-aware. So, yeah, I would say just give it time. Spend time with him. All that really matters is what you think about him. And then, uh, I mean, are your friends talking shit about him? This is difficult because I need you to call in to answer my separate questions. And Ideally, we could get him on the line and we could talk to him. Yeah, he is very young, 21 years old. Some guys end up being in their 30s and this, this never changes. I was just thinking about how my ex-fiance is, uh, acts like he knows everything. And it's not changed. He's in his 30s and he still acts that way. Um, yeah, you'll see how you feel. You'll get to a point where you go, I can't take this anymore, or I'm turned off, and he's annoying, and I don't want to be around this guy anymore, and I want to meet a different guy. So you'll see if you get to that point. But either or, even if you don't 
get to the point where you get completely sick of him, you guys will have to break up over something eventually because you're only 22 years old and he's only 21. And if I'm your pretend big sister, I'm not going to let you date this guy for the rest of your life. And I'm definitely not going to let you get married or pregnant. So, uh, yeah, have fun while you can. Learn how to have sex. Have protected sex. Don't get pregnant. All right. Phone lines are open. Area code 646-378-0649 is the number. Oh, man. Another thing that happened this week was I went to a party, and I don't do drugs. Like, you know, I've tried drugs when I was a teenager. I don't like them. My last boyfriend was a total pothead. I, I tried to be to enjoy smoking pot. I don't. I like caffeine and alcohol, and that's it. I don't like drugs. But, so I go to this party last week, and, uh, and there's a fucking guy there doing coke. Like, people at the party are doing cocaine, and I've not seen that in a long time. And for me, I'm just like, I'm not, I don't feel any peer pressure to do cocaine. I, uh, you know, I, it's not something that bothers me. Like, it makes me feel like, oh, I have to do this. But I get completely judgmental, and I want to, like, solve the problem. I want to, like, save the people and make them look themselves, but which is impossible because I have to take my own advice where you can't, change someone they've got to find the answer themselves like if if somebody's not asking for help or not asking advice about something they're not in a position where they're able to uh, accept advice you know so that's why that's why I have boy crazy radio because you're calling and asking me questions you're asking for advice so I feel like I'm allowed to give it because you're actually calling in or writing me with questions so I have I have uh, I'm allowed to give you advice but whatever. So I'm at the party last week, and uh, and this guy is talking to me, and he, he automatically he's sarcastic, and I get a very sarcastic vibe from him, which my therapist says is unresolved rage, and uh, already I'm not into this. I'm not feeling good about this person, and he goes, Oh yeah yeah, Lexi, you have that uh, you have that blog, you have that uh, you've got that podcast. So he's like already like giving me shit and making fun of me and it's it's fine. I'm completely used to it and it's whatever and I'm thinking to myself, Really? I'm at my I'm at my friend's house party and I'm and this guy's fucking <clears throat> this guy's giving me shit. This guy's gonna is trying to fuck with me. All right. And so I kind of like I wasn't really looking at him and I then I turn and I look him right in the eyes, realize he's got cocaine all over his nose and his mustache. And I just look at him and I go, um, dude, you've got coke all over your face. Like, you're trying to make fun of my fucking podcast? You look in the mirror, all right? There's 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 uh there's cocaine in your uh there's cocaine in your in your mustache, bro. And um and then that kind of evens the playing field. It's like I suppose my podcast and my blog to him are as embarrassing as cocaine uh in his mustache. And um, and then we start getting normal. And I go, well, but normal for me is still too much. So I said, uh, I go, really? Cocaine? How old are you, man? How old are you? Like, all of a sudden I'm using words like man. Like, we're, I don't know what, like, we're in, like, Laurel Canyon in, like, 1962 or something. I don't know what's happening. But I'm like, really? Co- cocaine? Like, what is that all about? Like, seriously, how old are you? And he's, like, 37 or something. And I go, God, 37? I mean, don't you know what you're doing to yourself? That's a poison you're putting in your body. That's poison. 
you're actively snorting poison into your into your body. That's horrible for you. What if you were your own child? Like, what if what if you were six years old? What if you're you were your own father? And you look down at yourself, it's a little little boy version of you, and there's cocaine all over your little boy's face. How would you feel? And he was like, um, you know, uh, not not good. I don't, I I wouldn't feel good. And I was like, I know. Of course you wouldn't feel good. That's your little boy. That's your little baby boy with cocaine all over his face. I can't believe it. It's not okay. Do you have a girlfriend? And he was like, yeah, I, I do have a girlfriend. And I go, and how does she feel about this? She, she, she doesn't like it. She, yeah, she's actually mad at me tonight. And I went out. And she, she doesn't like me doing coke and drinking all night. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I, don't, I don't blame her. Really? She doesn't like it? That's, uh, that's no surprise. And basically it went from, like, him being sarcastic and a dick to me to me basically, like, trying to have an intervention. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, and, uh, and I brought I, – and he left. He, like, took an Uber home. I think him and his girlfriend broke up. Like, uh, the whole mood changed. One of my friends, a girlfriend of mine, tried to do cocaine. I, I walked out of the room. I don't know what I went to go do, pet a dog or something. And my girlfriend, I come back into the living room area, and it's a tiny little house party. I swear to God, it's like it's like six people to eight people, maybe tops, including me. And I, I'm I'm having like a drink, um, and I and I Uber there, like it's all very on the up and up for me. And I know these whatever, okay. Anyway, and I come back into the living room, and I see one of my girlfriends, and she has a straw in her hand, like like some kind of like she cut a straw, and I look at her and I go what the fuck are you doing? And she goes, oh, I was just going to, I don't know, I, I didn't want to snort cocaine with a dollar bill because it's dirty. I, I was just going to do a, bu- a, a bump of cocaine. And I went, what the fuck? Not on my watch, you're not. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you joking? And I just like took the, uh, the, the, uh, the straw out of her hand, pinched her a few times until it wasn't funny anymore and she was like, seriously, stop pinching me. And uh, I was like, not on my watch, you're not. And she didn't do cocaine. But uh, I was just shocked. They could not believe it. People do cocaine. Unfucking believable. Everybody's so ageist and ridiculous, and yet people continue to do cocaine and uh, and smoke cigarettes. Unfucking believable. My God. I just I was like so shocked. Anyway, another satisfied customer. I'm glad I I, I saved lives that evening. Uh, I'm gonna take a phone call because I'm fucking rambling tonight. Another five eight five area code number. Who's this? Hi, Lexi. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Emily. I'm 24, and I'm in North Carolina right now. 24, Emily, North Carolina. Emily, tell me, is tonight a boring show? Because I feel a little bit off kilter. I'm all over the place. Are you okay? Um, I just tuned in like 20 minutes ago, so I've just been hearing a little bit of it. But I just want to say you're a really good friend. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I can't believe my fucking bonehead friends were doing cocaine. It's unbelievable. I guess I understand if they want to try it. A li- no. I, I don't know. I guess they, you understand that? No, I mean, they've tried it. Listen, they're like adults. They've tried it. They know that nothing good comes of it. Cocaine is disgusting. It makes you have to go to the bathroom. It makes you talk about nonsense. And uh, it's fuck- it could kill you. It could give you a heart attack. It's horrible and fucked up. And it's like it costs a lot of money. It's just bullshit. And they know that. But they're like, just they're being really lame. But whatever. I'm glad I stopped her before she did any um see i thank you yeah yeah you're a good friend 
Well, thank you. Um, Wait, what's going on? Let me try to be a good friend to you. What's happening? Okay, Alexi. So, I was wondering if you believe. So, I've I've been going through a tough breakup. Um, I was dating this guy for five and a half years, and we broke up recently. And so in November, and then uh, we had an apartment together. We were living together for two years. And then when we broke up, I went back home to Buffalo. I was, we were living in New York. And uh, and then I went back to New York, and we had this together where we made a pact after a breakup that someday we would get back together and we would be together because we believed that we have an amazing connection. But I was wondering, you know, because I've been listening to your breakup saga and everything, I was wondering if you think that's a possibility. Well, yeah. first of all, first of all, I have to know, why did you guys break up? Other than, other than the fact that I can already guess you're 24, five and a half years, I mean, my God, you've been in this relationship for a long time. But why did you guys, and you're so young, why did you guys decide to break up? Um, well, there are a lot of factors. Um, yeah, there are, I don't know. Well, I guess I could say it because you guys are strangers. But, like, um, my, so my dad died back in March and I felt like I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't really controlled properly and I was feeling kind of lonely. And so, and then recently his dad had a heart attack and, and all that stuff started coming back to me and I was like, and he needed an emotional support and I wasn't like in a place in my life where I was like ready to give emotional support because I was like still trying to take care of myself and everything, so there was that, and uh, you know, just other factors where, you know, we we just, I was living in New York City, and I was not happy because it's just such a hectic place, and I needed to get back to the country where I grew up, but um, you know, it was like a lot of growing apart type of stuff, but at the same time, like, when I went back to go get all my stuff from the apartment, we like ended up having sex and then uh, and then having this huge long talk when I spent the night about how someday you know it would be right for us, but not right now and I don't know I don't know if i I can believe that and and sometimes I feel like i re- I remember you saying that you you have to be apart and not talk to each other in order for you to to do the growing and hope that one day you'll grow and then be able to be together. Well, I did say that, and I can totally relate to what you're talking about because I've experienced the same thing where, you, you know, you can't be together at the moment, and then you know there's connection. You you want to hope that maybe something magical will happen in the future, but okay, well, for your situation, here's what I would say. You're 24 years old. You're so young. You've been with him for five and a half years. Yes, you. There is a possibility to get together. I mean, we don't. No, nobody knows it's going to happen. That's the exciting, miraculous, amazing thing about life is you never know what's going to, what's going to happen around the corner, and uh, or down the road or whatever. So yeah, maybe, yeah, anything's possible. Maybe you can get back together in the future. But really, what that is for you right now is something. The idea and the possible hope of you guys getting back together in the future, that's a crutch to help you get out of the relationship. Because uh, I, I thought so. 
and that's fine, and that's a beautiful thing. Like, you guys can both love each other. You know, I love my ex-boyfriend, and I wanted it to work, and we said the same thing. Like, you know, he was like, can I, can I try to, you know, if I decide I want to live in L.A. or if I want to win you back, you know, can I do that? And, you know, could we still get back together? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, because of course, like, when you end something with somebody that mattered, it's difficult. So what you should do with this hope, this kernel of hope, this, this false promise or whatever that you don't, you know, of a possible future together, put it in your pocket, hold on to it to help you be stronger and, you know, and and it'll it'll keep you warm at night maybe because you'll have like the hope of maybe getting back together. But But really, just, don't hold on to it for too long because the thing is time, okay, time will make you feel better. Like you can you can hold on to, on to that for a second while you cry and you mourn the death of your relationship. But really, months from now or a year from now or whenever it is, at some point you'll, you'll wake up and you'll go, oh, I'm okay. And I'm excited about being single. Like just kind of like how I, I started this podcast tonight talking about how like today was kind of the first day. I feel really good. Like, I'm not sad about my breakup. I'm actually, like, really excited about the future. I'm excited to date. I, I'm i not sad. And I don't know. It just happens. Like, in a real way, it happened. And and, and uh, so you just have to, like, just just be broken up. And But who knows? Maybe that will happen in the future. But really... You can wear that. You can wear that that hope as training wheels as you you know learn how to be single again. But at some yeah. point, you, have to, you kind of have to like let that go and surrender to the fact that like you're single. You're not together anymore. You broke up. You want to be back in the country, back home, back wherever you want to be. You guys have been growing apart, and it's and it's okay to be single. It's okay not to be like you had a beautiful relationship. You learned how to to be with somebody you know, and it ran its course, and that's totally okay. We have this weird idea that, like, if it didn't last forever and if it ended at some point, like, well, we're a failure, I'm a failure, or it's bad or something, you know, but it's just how it goes. It ran its course. So don't worry about the future. Don't worry about anything in the future about, like, getting back together with him, not getting back together with him, being with another person. Don't worry about that. Just be with yourself right now. You're on the phone with me. We're right here together. And then, you know, figure out what you want to do. Like, you know, when you get off the phone with me, you're going to be in the room that you're in, wherever you're calling me from. You know, you're in North Carolina, you said? Yeah, I'm down here to, like, try and figure my life out. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you have to put your focus. And, like, you know, I guess I spoke about this earlier in the show, and I got kind of discombobulated trying to describe it. But And, I, and again, I'm totally going against my own advice about, like, you know, uh, you're not asking to hear this, but you are calling into the show, so whatever. But if this is something you want, if this is something you want to try, because I just tried it and I liked it, I'm just going to suggest and do with this what you will. Try meditating and just like sitting by yourself for 15 minutes. Turn your phone off. Don't look at your Instagram. Ignore your phone. Hide it under a pillow, and then you know meditate and be quiet for 15 minutes and let thoughts go through your brain and don't beat yourself up if if you keep having thoughts go through your brain and, and, and then try to quiet your thoughts, try to just not think of anything. But if anything does, if any thoughts do come up, don't beat yourself about it. That's fine. Just go back to try to think about nothing. 
And uh, and also notice if you have any kind of like, uh, if you have if the same thought keeps coming up, if you're wondering about your ex-boyfriend or if any kind of like uh, thought that keeps happening, like the, the same thing kind of keeps resurfacing, notice what that is and then you can think about that later and be like, oh, what's that about? That must be something that's really bothering me. And uh, who knows what that thought is. But anyway, and then when you're done meditating for 15 minutes, you should write a list of all the things you want to get accomplished in your life. Like I always tell these lists to people and I'm going to tell it to you. Like, you know, you're done with the boyfriend, whatever. That's what it was. Leave that. Now you're where you are. You've got to figure out what you, what you want your life to be, you know, like what you want your career to be, how you want to make money. Uh, and if you want to daydream about a future boyfriend, if you want to do that, because that's fun and ethereal and dreamy, yeah, watch a romantic comedy and write a list uh, on a piece of paper of like all the qualities you want in your next in your next love, and then kind of like put that away and and go back to worrying about or thinking about you and who you want to be. Like, you just came out of a thing for five and a half years. You live with somebody. You, you learned all these life lessons and how to how to do that. And now now you should just like celebrate and enjoy being single. And you're so awesome too for like knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want, and that you were brave enough to even get out of this thing. That's awesome. I can't oh, believe thanks. you did that. Yeah, like, like how oh, tough was that? I mean, it was really hard. It took a really long time. And and I am enthusiastic about life, and I'm, like, really excited for the future and, like, and and what's going to happen and the potential and all the stuff I can be doing. And I'm moving back to New York just to work on my writing career and all this stuff. But there's still that little, little thought, you know, of the past that we're going to get back together and I don't know when, if that's going to be in, like, 10 days or 10 months or 10 years or when that's going to be, and and if I, how long do I hold on for? And also, like, what are the relationships in between? Like, what are those interim relationships if I know I'm ultimately going to be with this person? Like, it, it just it just makes me wonder about what I, what my life experiences will be in between, you know, and what, and what he's going through too. Cause like if he starts dating, you know, like obviously I'm, I'm jealous, but you know what I mean? Well, yeah. When you said you got lonely when you're with him, you guys were growing apart. Like who actually ultimately like broke up with who? Well, yeah, I broke up with him. You broke up with him. And was he really sad about it? Did he seem sad and, and try to keep you from doing that? Um, I think he saw it coming because I actually, before we broke up, I moved back home with my mom um, because it was like the holidays and I was like, oh, I'll help my mom. My mom and I will help each other get through the holidays, you know, since my dad was gone. And then, you know, when I was home, I, we didn't really talk that much and I just felt like the physical distance was also like uh, an emotional distance and so I wasn't, I thought, I felt us growing apart, so then, like, a month later, I called it off. And do you see yourself going back to New York at all, to where he is? I, I am. I'm going back to New York this weekend, but I have, a, I, I have a... I just signed a year lease in, in Brooklyn with two Craigslist roommates, so... Oh, my God, I'm, I'm, a, I'm terrified. I'm, I'm, I'm terrified, too. I'm scared, and... But I'm, but I'm also very excited for what's going to happen, and I'm excited to be with my coworkers again, and I'm excited to meet new people, and I'm going to be living with young people, and living in Bushwick where, you know, I could go out and do stuff, and 
it's going to be a way different single life, and it's terrifying, but it's also exciting. But like I said, there's also that like little glimmer of hope, like he's going to be there. So I don't know if I should keep my options open. And and I know I I did call it off, but at the same time, I still I still love him, but we just weren't in the same mindset at the same time. Hmm. Well, God, and his his father died. I mean, his dad had a heart attack and died. Or Is he it had a heart? No, no, his dad had a heart attack, and he he's still kind of like in and out of the hospital. So he's um my ex boyfriend's kind of struggling with that, you know. And 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 he just wasn't. I mean, your dad. I mean, because your 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 dad died, and that's like a huge thing to go through. So I can. I mean, this all makes sense that you're you're like shaken up, and you're like, you know, that you would be upset with your boyfriend how he handled it and like maybe need something to change and like so but and how did he come to the table I mean did he go to the funeral with you was he like supportive at all like what what did he do no he was I was doing this really shitty thing where I started comparing him to my dad and I shouldn't have done that but I just like I I didn't know it while I was doing it but you know retrospectively I'm seeing it as you know I needed someone to be there as a my dad and like and he was the next man in my life so I was like how come you're not working on projects like my dad would how come you're not helping your neighbors like my dad would how come you're not challenging yourself like my dad would and and uh and I realized that was really shitty of me to do because I can't compare two different people um so that was a problem well what 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 was he doing was he doing anything that what what, what were some things that he was doing that that was nice that were nice uh, that were nice? Yeah, during this time, like, you know, did he talk to you about stuff? Did he cuddle you? Did he, you know, was did he make himself available? Did he listen if you wanted to talk? Yeah, yeah and, you know, there, there would be some times where I just, like, you know, just start crying. Like, when you're grieving, you know, you just start crying, and he would always be there. You know, he wouldn't necessarily say something and and sometimes I wanted to talk, but he didn't really know what to say because what do you say? So I guess I kind of blamed him for that. But, yeah, he was he was there. It's not like he ran away or anything. Um, but I, I guess I should also say that there was, there was more involved. Um, he, he was arrested. This is, like, very complicated. Um, he was arrested, and it turns out that he's going to have a very long probation, and uh, and where he can't leave New York City, and I really want to travel. Hence, me being in New York or North Carolina. I realize I'm pouring a lot on you right now. <laughs> Wait a sorry. minute. Why did he? Why did he get arrested? Now, don't be sorry at all. This is totally great. Like, uh, why did he get arrested? Um, I don't know if I want to say. I, I I want you to say oh. you don't have to tell me his name, but I mean, did he hurt somebody? Was it drug stuff? Why did he steal something? Um, like um, porn stuff. Porn stuff? What are you talking about? Explain this, Lexi. I need, I need the details here. I need I need to know what we're dealing with. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Yeah. So he he was. He downloaded a few pictures of teenagers. We're done Not here. Good. We're done. We're done here. No. We're done. We're done. 
we're done here. Not with you. I love you. you. I think you're fantastic. I'm saying he's an idiot. He sounds lame. I don't know. I don't like this. Okay, you can tell me the rest of the story. He he downloaded a few pictures of teenage boys or girls. Uh, uh, girls. I'm assuming. I don't know. I never like looked at them or anything. You didn't look. Wait, so wait. He downloaded them from where? He found them where? No, because and the police did... confiscated them. Wait, tell me though. How did he find them? And how did the police know that he had them? Was it like a weird site that he went to, where it, like it was cops it was, masquerading as regular people? It was like a big police investigation. Like 72 people in New York City got busted. And they basically um, track someone's IP address from this one website, and that's how I found him. And it's crazy because I never thought I would be saying this. I seriously am just a normal person, I swear. Um, But these crazy things have been happening in my life. I don't know. And I I don't – the reason why I didn't tell you at first was because I do just want to see our relationship as, like, our relationship and not just, like, as, oh, you got arrested, so I'm break up, breaking up with you. Oh, wait a minute. Why is he downloading truth of teen girls porn? Like, that's, think about that. Like, it's your boyfriend. And, like, not only is he looking at porn, which is, like, yes, I get it. Men and people look at porn and blah, blah, blah. I get blah, that, too. You know? but, but why teenage teenage porn and, like, what site was he on that was so gnarly that was being investigated already because it, it like it's it's specific to like underage stuff like nudity and and porn stuff like think you know what I I've heard enough I've heard enough here's the thing your dad died you need to be there for your mom you need to grieve you need to hopefully get not get murdered by your Craigslist roommates are they men or women boys or girls um a guy and a girl but I I met the guy. A guy and a girl. You met the guy. Is he around your age yeah, and he's not a, a murderer? He's, yeah, he's 25. He's a first-grade teacher. I think oh, he's God. A oh, my God. He's a child molester rapist. That's Stop like, oh it. Oh, my God. I can't. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. But listen. I mean, you started it. Okay, no. Okay. Listen, I, I think that the last thing you need to do right now is worry about your pedophile ex-boyfriend. And I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not really taking oh, my God. Off. I'm just... I'm just fucking around, but I'm kind of not fucking around. Here's what I think, though. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, like, we're on the phone for so long that you can tell me, like, eventually I'm getting all the details. Like, you're my girlfriend. You're, like, my younger sister or whatever. Like, here's the deal. You want to travel. You want to continue. You want to you write. You want to have your own experience. You want to not live with the person you're dating. You need to be free and you need to be young and you need to have your own experiences and do your own thing and have some space. You need to be available to your mother. You need to be able to... Visit her when she needs you. You need to help, and and you need to focus on you and your mom and your family now, but mainly you. You need to be happy and not, you know, uh, not dealing with other people's drama and their probation for downloading uh, teen porn or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really even care to say like maybe we'll get back together with him. It's like who cares? You're going to be fine without him. uh, That's what I know a thousand percent. You're going to flourish and be wonderful without him, you know, and and who knows what other people who will be good or bad for you will come and, you know, come into your life in the future. I hope only good things happen in the future, but uh, for now, please don't, don't, don't stress out about this guy and where he's going to be in your life. He's got his own problems. Let him take care of himself and you need to fucking 
you need to take care of you. And this this sounds way too heavy. Like as your big sister, this is way too heavy. That ex boyfriend uh, shit that he's going through, way too heavy to deal with. I I just yeah. met you. I just met you over the phone, and I I don't like it. That that just like muddied up the whole vibe of everything. It's no longer like some you know hopeful heartbreak, blah blah. Like if my ex boyfriend, if I was with a guy and he got arrested for downloading teen porn, I'd be like, fuck you. I'd be like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I don't know what else is going on. I don't know what he, what else he's jerking off to. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, I'm disgusted. No way. Sorry. I, I'm really, I'm processing this. I'm internalizing it. I'm feeling intense feelings. And what I want you to do is I really, really, really want you to not put any more attention on him. As hard as that is, I want you to put all of your attention into doing things for yourself that will make your life better, all right, for you. Okay. You get yeah, it? it is hard. You're right. Yeah. Promise me that, and don't you text this guy. Don't you shed a tear for him. You can mourn the death of the relationship if you want, but, like, move forward. You're 24 years old. You're now my adopted little sister. You've got a life to live. You've got to, you've got to you know, and you've got a lot of people to date and a lot of wonderful life experiences to have and people to meet and things to do and places to travel. And, you know, and that guy can't travel with you because he's on probation because of teen porn. Okay. So don't waste another tear and focus on you. You, you sound awesome and really smart, like still deeply. So do you get it? Does that land in your brain? Yeah, it, it, does. it does, but, like, I, I just wish that, like, people could see him without, like, me telling him about the arrest because then once I mention it, that, everything exactly. changes. Exactly. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I know that you see the whole package, blah, blah, blah. Huge red flag. This represents more and things that, that you don't know could develop in the future or are already, like, things to be thinking about. I don't know move forward it's over anyway you broke up with him anyway and you're already understanding of of him getting arrested but you still broke up with him because of other stuff and you need to be on your own and you're so young and you have a lot of other relationships to have you're too young and you've been with this guy for yeah. a long time so move forward so okay dumping. yeah okay yeah thank you alexi you're welcome and if you feel like a moment of weakness and you feel sad and you're and you wanna reach out, call me every single Wednesday. That's why I'm here. Like I'm I'm here on Wednesday, so you can just call me and go, I'm feeling bummed, I miss them, I know I shouldn't, blah blah blah, but this is how I feel and we'll talk about it and I'll distract you and text your girlfriends and call me on Wednesdays and and take a break from this guy. Don't reach out to him. You've got a life to leave. You've got so many exciting adventures ahead of you. Don't let this bog you down, okay? And it doesn't Wait, mean you're can a bad I ask person. you a personal question? Yes. Okay, so you know how your ex-boyfriend got his, your initials tattooed on him? Yes. Do you, I know this is, like, personal, but, like, do you think that is, like, a little symbol of hope that, like, maybe someday you'll get back together? Um, here's the thing for me. I know that if I don't get back together with him, I'm going to be fine. And I will be okay. wonderful because I am so okay. self-reliant and I know my life is going to be great. Uh, I really don't think we will get back together because, because we're, it's, it doesn't, I'm not living in, in some hopeful weird. I did for a second, but as I'm away from him, as the months go by that I'm away from him, 
if you really want to get personal and like me reveal about my stuff, the, the longer I'm away from him, the more realizations I'm having of why it's better we're not together. He smokes a lot of pot. Uh, okay. He lives in another city. and He doesn't want to live in Los Angeles, and I don't want to move to where he is. So there you go. And he doesn't want to live in L.A., and I love living in L.A. So there you go. It's not going to happen. And he's not a great communicator. Um, I did love being with him. I but even when I tried to talk to him about how we could work it out in any way, he was unable to communicate in any way. He wasn't even able to say, uh, I would like to keep it long distance like it's been. He, he's unable to communicate. So I'm, I paid attention. I saw what he did and, uh, like, and how he communicates with me. And, and the writing's on the wall. He lives in another city, smokes a lot of weed, and is, isn't even able to come up with a way to be together. He can't even form the thoughts and ideas and hold them in his head long enough to remember them uh, because we'd have the same conversation over and over again. Like, and now I'm just rambling. But, um, yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. I'm, That's really shitty. But it's yeah. fine, though, because you know what I realize? Like, life is exciting and amazing. There are so many people, and the right people will come into your life. Like, that's like you shouldn't have to force anything. I said that earlier. I'm I'm gonna say that again. It's coming full right. circle. But like, not like you will see the minute you stop trying to hold on to something, like to hold on all rigid and and try to make something work. The minute you stop trying to force something and and you know try to fucking squeeze water out of a rock. The minute you try you stop doing that and trying so hard and you let go and you just see what naturally flows into your life. It, You'll be happy. It's things will naturally flow into your life. Like be open to those things that come easy because those are right, as opposed to things that are not right. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be so difficult. Anyway, I'm rambling. Call me next Wednesday if you're still struggling, and 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 uh, even if you're not, check in with me. Um, area code two and three. Turn your radio down. Hello. Hello. Who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Zoe. I'm 23, and I'm from Los Angeles. Yay! Okay, tell me everything. What's going on? <laughs> okay, first of all, hello, I love you, and thank you for having my call. <laughs> okay, well, actually, the last thing that you just said to this last girl that you're talking about is, like, exactly what I've been going through, where I was just doing my own thing, living my own life, being super happy, um, I got out of like a super long, long relationship and I was just like super happy being single and doing my own thing. And I've been single for like six months and then out of nowhere, completely out of the blue, I meet this guy on New Year's. Um, like I'm a ton of guys on New Year's, no big deal. Like, yeah, whatever. But anyway, this particular guy, um, <laughs> like went out of his way to like find me and like, immediately wanted to hang out and was, like, super cordial and, like, would open the door for me, um, like, car doors. Um, And he was just, like, very persistent. And I was just so, like, I want to be single. I'm super happy. I want to focus on myself. But because he was just so persistent, I, like, I guess I just, like, he didn't let me be single. I, I don't know. Basically, he kind of, like, won me over. So we've been going out, I suppose, um, since New Year's. 
Now, um, my issue is, is like, I know I'll be fine without him if I decide to end it. Um, like, I know I'm going to have a great life, blah, 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 exactly what you were saying. However, um, I find myself kind of, like, weirdly falling into the place where I used to be with my ex, where, like, these little things would start really annoying me, and when they annoy me, I get completely turned off, and I just want to, like, head out, and it happened today, and one of the things that happened was he, he was like, hey, you should come over tonight, we can, you know, have some dinner and hang out, blah, 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 and I was like, okay, you know what, I have a ton of work to do, but I haven't seen you a couple of days, so, like, yeah, I'll, I'll come over, so we hung out, and then about a half hour in, he pulls out his laptop and just starts doing his work. And I thought we were gross. I know, right? I mean, the thing is, he was still, like, talking to me and still, like, making eye contact. But he was, like, slowly as the night went on, moving, like, deeper and deeper in his computer. And was, like, genuinely working. Like, he wasn't, like, secretly on Facebook. Um, And I just kind of got, like, weirdly turned off. And I had complete intention tonight to just, like, stay over and then go to work you know, in the morning, like, out of his house. But I was just like, you know what? It's 7 p.m. I'm going to head out and just go home. And so I left. And then, like, the entire drive home, I just felt so, like, ugh. Like, God, what am I doing? Like, should I just, like, call it off? Should I just be single? I was so much happier being single. Like, am I crazy? This little thing, like, you know, really bugged me. And I don't really know how to, like, handle it. And I don't know how to, like, tell him without coming off seeming like that kind of girl who like has all these demands you know that kind of girl with all these demands you listen to me how long have you been with this guy for since new year's new year's it's january 28th are you fucking kidding me new year's it hasn't even been three months or six months let me tell you one thing i may mm-hmm. have just I, I may be like you know single for three months and and whatever but when mm-hmm. I am in a relationship, I don't even know what the point of me saying that was. When I'm in a relationship, it's exciting and it's fun and it's there's a lot of having right? sex. And, yes. And uh, <laughs> listen, you're not being a demanding that girl. Like, don't put yourself down because you you feel like you have to feel guilty because you're a girl and you're you're feeling things that will annoy a man. That's so fucked up, and I hate how that happens with women. Yeah. Like, oh, what is, but and listen. You're listening mm-hmm. to your intuition, which is the most valuable, wonderful thing that we all have. A lot of people don't listen to it. It's that little voice inside of you, and it, you're you're annoyed. You know why? Because mm-hmm. it's it's been like all not even a month, like just a little over, like it's been twenty yeah. seven days. I know. I would trust me. I know. I know. Like that, and, and that's the thing. You know, yeah. No, that's 20, the thing. Like, mm-hmm. If you're 23 years old, here's the deal. Like, if he wants to hang out, here's what I would do. And I would go, yeah. I, would just, I don't know if I would say this, actually. Hold on, what would I say? I would go, listen, if you have to work, go home and work. But if you want to be with me, uh, let's have dinner, and I want to be hanging out with you and talking and fucking and kissing. I mean, you don't have to be so crass. Yeah. You know, if, I, if, if I'm with a guy, I, yeah, I want his undivided attention. I don't want us to both be in the same room Instagramming or Facebooking or doing work. Because yeah, it's like no, it's not sexy, it's not romantic. Yeah. I mean, my God, imagine if you're like married for five to ten to twenty years. Like, what what yeah. will it be like then? Like, he'll just I mean, That's, Jesus, yeah. 
No, I know. No. I completely agree. And it's weird because, like, we, we moved, like, really, really, really fast. Like, again, I know it's literally only been, like, three weeks. But he's, like, he wanted me to meet his family already. Like, all these crazy, crazy, like, super quick things. And I literally have no agenda. Like, I'm I'm just taking it a day a day, a day, day at a time. And he kind of, like, did it, like, a while ago. But I was just like, okay, whatever. I didn't really pay attention. But it really kicked in tonight. And it just it just made me think like what do I do because I agree I I had plenty of things to do tonight work related like friends related just like anything that has to do with myself and taking care of myself that I would have been more than happy to do but I took time out of my day and my like you know mental energy to go see him spend time with him like wash my hair blah 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 and if he wanted to just hang out at home and like watch tv totally fine as long as we're like together but he just wanted to be on his computer half the time and i don't yeah i I suppose you're totally right i just feel like i need to figure out how to word it without seeming weird what not it's not weird that's the first thing you are allowed to feel this way this is a real thing i'm agreeing with you this is not some kind of like crazy thing like (laughs) <laughs> this is what what I would say to the guy is well sure first off I would slow it down don't be so mm-hmm. available to him I would I would I would totally. go back like if I were you I would go back to staying at home doing your work focusing on your own stuff yeah. hanging out with your friends go out with your friends mm-hmm. go flirt with other guys if you want have drinks with your friends and people watch I'm not saying like the way to get over or to deal with uh, issues with one guy is to go sleep with another guy because that's not that's right. not the way to fix like I used to think that kind yeah. of stuff like. My ego, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get attention from another guy because that, that validates my ego that I'm wanted by someone else while I'm mad at the other guy. But that's not the way mm-hmm. to do it. And it's, good right. to date one person, it's great to date one person at a time. But, yeah, you need to take a few steps back, stay home, hang yeah. out with your friends. And you can do this over the phone. Don't do it over text. If, he, if and when he calls you, uh, if anybody mm-hmm. even calls each other anymore, when he calls you, yeah. so you know what? Just be a little bit distant, and then he'll go like, what's up? What's going on? How are you? What's going on? I want to see you. Mm-hmm. You should uh, let him call you, and then yeah. and then say something along the lines of, like, when he goes, what's wrong? Are you okay? Something seems off. Where have you been? You seem like you're avoiding me, blah, blah. Like, what's up? You should just say, yeah, it just, it it kind of bothered me the other night when it's like, I, I don't really, I don't like, uh, when I'm with you, I want to spend time with you, and I want to, like, be doing something that we're both sharing together, whether it's, like, you know, even if it's watching a movie or having dinner mm-hmm. or having sex. I want to, like, be present with you. And I don't know. I didn't I didn't like that you were working when I thought we were having, like, yeah. a date. And it just kind of, like, turned me off and it bummed me out because I really do like you, but right. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Right. You know, so, so meditate mm-hmm. on that. Think about it for whatever. Like, think about <laughs> that. Take take what works for you, and then, uh, but yeah, definitely pull back. And when he comes to you to know where you are to find you again, he will because he'll reach out and he'll want to let let him do that. Let him not yeah. be so comfortable. Let him not be so comfortable with you. And then just say how you feel. You're a woman. I know you're very young. You're 23 years old, <laughs> but you know you're mm-hmm. smart. Picking up on these intuitive feelings, like it's not working for you. I have a feeling this will be the downfall of the entire thing. But here's the thing. <laughs> It will be interesting. Uh It'll be interesting. It'll be two things. Hold on. It'll be Mm -hmm. interesting to see how it'll be interesting to see if you can be honest with him and uh, communicate 
how you're feeling eloquently without anger and just like being straightforward. And it will be even more interesting to see how he reacts and to see if right. he apologizes, if he hears you, if he gets snippy, if he gets mad, if he like says something rude. Like that will be interesting. That will be a very telling of how he handles like yeah. your first incident. So you know what? So like so <laughs> – so definitely, I guess I want everybody to call me back next week. Definitely let me know right. how that happens. But all you, I would say do nothing. Like my advice to you is do nothing right. until he calls you and you stay yeah, busy. Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, okay. my God, I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My God, I thought you were going to say that you dated him for like three months or six months. And even then I was going to be like, this is way too soon for him no, to be like he's in my business. So am I going to fucking this. do that again tonight? Then forget it. No, stop. What? You guys are fighting? Hello? What's happening? Why are you guys fighting? Oh, my God. How funny that you're hearing that. Um, We actually called you last week. (laughs) This is Nathan and Janet. Oh, God. Is this real? I swear to God it is. I didn't want to call. He's making me call you. Okay, what's happening? He's not being, like, physical with you, is he? No, no, he's just, he, last time we talked, I, I like, got in a fight with him because, you know, you were trying to help us, and you did. You were awesome, um, and I was upset with him, and I didn't let him sleep over that night. So he's like, what are you going to do this again tonight? Um, so we're just, yeah. So I want to talk to you about what's going on. <laughs> what's going on? You, um. Well, actually, hold on, hold on. Everybody, I just want to refresh everybody's memory. Uh, if you weren't listening last week, last week a guy named Nathan called in, and he was calling in because his girlfriend, uh, Janet, well, he was upset. He was annoyed with her because uh, he felt that she didn't trust him and was, like, jealous because he had a lot of female friends and blah, 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 and it was kind of, like, pushing him away and bothering him and whatever. So then I said, well, let's get Janet involved. So he had her call into the show. I ended up talking to her. I ended up actually kind of taking her side because she brought up all this other information. She brought that into the uh, into the arena about how, like, he doesn't tell her things and he kind of lies to her. And then he said he didn't tell her things because he knew she was going to kind of get mad at him. So, you know, he's in a situation where he's, like, walking on eggshells. So, anyway, that's kind of the gist of it almost barely all, yeah. all fucked up. But whatever. So now you're calling this week. Where are you at now? Uh, we're outside of a parking lot at Vaughn's, actually. <laughs> no, no, I mean like emotionally. I mean emotionally. I mean like oh, as a okay. couple. <laughs> um, you know, I think we're doing better, to be honest, because that night really did help. I think he had a little wake-up call because he, he, we listened to it again, you know, and um, the replay, and he, he took a lot of that in. So thank you. It did help. But, well, now um, are you? So, so what's going on now? Like, because like, I was saying, I'm just gonna refresh the listeners' memories. I was telling Janet how it's like, if a guy feels like he can't tell you the truth, and if he feels like he's walking in eggshells, and if he feels like you're always gonna get mad at him, it's really hard to change that. Like, it's really hard to get a guy to be like, okay, uh, okay, I'll start telling you the truth. I, I trust that you won't get mad at me very easily. So it's like, it's hard to. To, to change that dynamic, but like, okay, so you guys have been happy, yeah, so, or what's the problem now? Yeah, well, well, that's gotten better. Like, I, I told him, you know, I want him to talk to me about anything. Like, it's the fact that he was lying. I was always upset about that, but I said, you know, if you want a drink, that was a problem, and you're drinking, just tell me. You know, I'll pick you up from the bar. It's the fact that you were lying and you were hiding it. 
So he's like, really? And I could tell you, I said, of course. Like, I would, you need to tell me, and I would be there for you to help you. It's when you lie. So we're, we're getting past that, and that's been a lot better, the whole lying thing. Like, I've noticed a change. So mm. that's good. But I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling because, well, he wanted me to call you for some reason. He loves listening to your show and your advice and your opinions. Like, he won't listen to anybody else. Like, he won't get help. But he'll want me to call you and get your advice. So this is why I'm doing what he wants me to, so we can help each other out here. Um, but our problem right now is fi- finances. He doesn't have a place to live, which I think he told you about, right? He was staying with me. Oh, God, he's staying with you. I forgot about this. He doesn't have a job. He- yeah, Does he, he doesn't a have a job. He has a car, yes, thank God. He has a car. He doesn't have a job, and... Um, the biggest frustration I have is like right now we're at the store, you know, and like he's buying a few things for me and it's great, but like, it's like he doesn't have really money to do that kind of stuff. And like this weekend I have three days off. I want to go on a trip. I want to go to the desert. I want to go, you know, any, and it's like, we can't cause he doesn't have money, you know? And it's, it's frustrating for me because I'm not going to pay for him. You know, I've done that already. I, I take care of him. He stays with me. I love him, you know, but it's like I can't keep – it's like it's making me less of a woman, I feel like, the more that I'm giving to him because he's not honoring me. I feel like oh. I'm not – I don't so know. Do I mean, think? I got – it's such a tough thing. I say go to the desert if you want to go to the desert and pay for yourself. Go with your friends. You can afford it. Like, you can you can, like, do things on your own. Without yeah. him, and and you can't just like not live your life because you feel guilty and he can't keep up with you or something. Like here's the thing, if you if I mean if you don't want to be, I'm not I don't want to give you advice like well he can't he doesn't have a place to live and he can't afford stuff dump it like because that makes me a fucking asshole. But yeah, and I, and I love you know that, like uh, it's frustrating. And the, but the happy medium is, okay, cool, you love this guy, you believe in him, you want to fight for it for whatever reason, like you want to fight to trust him and uh, deal with his drinking stuff and deal with the fact that he doesn't have money and blah, blah, whatever, like, and isn't getting his life together. You're, if you're willing to deal with that and you have the patience to love him through this, time in his life and, and, and whatever, and, and take care of yourself, because you need to be also, like, first and foremost, like, taking care of your own shit and making your own things realized, your dreams and your hopes and your aspirations and all that. If you have the patience and you want and the desire to be with this guy, Nathan, then then you have to you have to live your own life, too. Like, you've got to, like, take care of yourself and be with him. And so go to the desert. Go to the desert yeah. and begin with is your girlfriend. Or, or, wait, is that it? Oh, my God. This, wait, she's so... His, you're really talking on, on it right now? Hi, hi. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, no, I, I'm just, I, I got a bunch of milk and eggs here. Um, yeah, what, so our our deal right now is, is financially, I, I want to pimp my girl out, you know? I want to, like, show her out and, like, really, really, you know, rock the boat, but it's financially, it's Here's the thing with that. Yeah, yeah. I Tell feel me. like I feel like this is such a weird like 
prank phone call? Like, because you sound like you're lying, but oh, she God sounds no. legit. You sound like you're totally fucking with me because you're all like rock. You're saying these weird phrases that like prank callers would say, but then your girlfriend, whoever she is, like sounds yeah. so legit. She sounds so legit. So like, I can't figure you guys well, out. It's really confusing. Okay, I, I'm totally legit. He had me call you today because. He wants to talk to you, and he wants you to see. He wants your advice, and he wants your opinion. You know, I was tired. I'm like, I'm not doing this. That's why you heard us arguing. But I got through, and I'm doing it to see if this helps him listen to what's happening with in myself. Because I don't know okay. if he really understands. You know, what, so but what? This so is what is Mason, these, these are my what, problems. These, so what does Mason do for a living at all? Um, he's always worked. You know. He worked at Amoeba, a record store, for like 10 years. He's always worked. He's he's an awesome dude, very artist, creative. He's just not working right now, and that's the problem. Wait, what do you mean he, not working? Like, what do you mean, like, not working anywhere? Like, what are you talking about? Okay, so he had a job um, in Orange County, and he left that. So because his girlfriend cheated on him, and so he left Orange County, came back to Los Angeles to no job. So he's been without a job for like eight months now, <clears throat> and he's okay. not look. He's you know he's not working, and so he can work at a record store. They'd hire him again. He doesn't want to work there. He wants to have a job that he wants. He doesn't want to go back to that store. So basically, so Nathan, what does Nathan want like career wise? Like if he could do anything, Nathan, I don't know if you're on speakerphone or whatever, but like so if he you could do yeah. anything. So hold on, wait. So well, if you could do anything in the world and make money from it, and you don't want to be like at, at working in Amoeba or whatever. Like, what do you really want to do? Well, basically, I've been trying to get my rigging certification for you know art department and film studios, and I've worked at studios, but the the work is so far and in between that I can't get steady work. So, you know, I I get a big fat check and I blow it within like a month. That's what's happening. Wait, what's the big I blow fat it on check? On my girl too. Wait, was the big fat check from rigging or from like unemployment? No, not unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> what is it from? No, no, no. What's the big fat check from? Studio, just studio work, art department stuff. But uh, yeah, Janet's solid. My girl, my home girl, my love. She's solid. She's you know mm-hmm. steady work. And I'm just telling you the truth, yo, girl. I'm. I'm kind of like a big pile of shit and I got to I got to fix it. And I want to I want to stay true and show my girlfriend that I really really can make this work. And I just like hanging out. I just like she's like my home, she's my friend, she's my best buddy, my pal. Okay. Okay. Well, Here, talk to, to get... Janet. Sorry, I got to go pee-pee. Oh my god. Janet. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, he's silly. If this guy is not bugging me, wait, am I on speaker? I don't want to be on speaker. Okay, hold on. Sorry. He had it. Hold on. I don't know his phone. Fuck, hold on a second. Um, 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 okay, here we go. Okay, hello? Okay. I mean, if this, if this is not a joke, this whole it's thing. It's not a joke. It's is, not a joke. Which is fine. Which, he, is, a, which is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Which is fine if it is. It doesn't even matter to me. I'm just going to talk as about it as if it's true. I don't okay. even care. It's all it's all entertaining to me. The fact that he's all like right. making jokes and he's all like, "I've got a pee pee and my girl and I'm a piece of shit and blah blah." And he's like so cavalier and blasé, where I actually think that he's got the persona of like, "Okay, I'm being fucked with right now. Like this is a prank call, but 
like that's the vibe he gives off like in life like he yeah. talks to people like like he's prank calling them so no wonder he doesn't have a job no wonder he hasn't solidified anything in the rigging department of a fucking art department like i wouldn't want to work with him like Something is off. Like, here's the deal. He needs to wake okay. up earlier, get a fucking normal job where he works a fucking nine-to-five place where he's saving money, and then, wh- and, he, and then while he's working a normal, boring job that isn't the career he wants, he also needs to be hustling to get a job doing rigging or art department or whatever. Like, he needs to be – you wake up earlier, go to bed later, and be hustling all in the meantime where it's like so a nine-to-five job at fucking wherever, Starbucks. Like, I don't give a fuck. No, you're right. Store. You're right. My mom, Another, my mom even told him that. Yeah, and then, and then try to yeah. – and then, and then be sending out emails on his lunch break or in the morning or, or driving the plate or, like, putting the feelers out to get a job in the, in the field of the career that he wants for himself. So it's all on him, but it seems like – I don't know, you guys. I don't know what's going on here. This does not work for me. If I were you, I would not want to be in this thing. He gets on my nerves, mm-hmm. makes everything like a joke. I don't like it, you know. I know. I don't I've like it. And, and do it, and it's like so. So go to go to the desert. Go to the desert. Live yeah. your own life. Have your own separate life too. And do things that you that you can afford that you want to do that make you happy. And then love him too if you want to. But but like he needs to get his shit together. And and, and he know, you know I've already said it. That's what he needs to do. I love you. I love you, Janet. You're going to be fine. But uh, I'm, I don't know. Area code 561. Hi. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, um, well, I'm calling from Florida. Um, I'm 35. And I just wanted to tell you a little story and hear what you say. Um, okay. Yeah, What's this your happened, name? This, my name is Max. I like that name. That's a nice name. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I um there was this girl where I worked. Um this happened last year. This is a new year, but there was a girl where I worked. Um I met her about this time last year. Um she's hot. She's she's she works out like, I don't know, four or five days a week. And I'm the doorman at like a condo. Um, I'm at the front desk. She would um come in you know, when I first met her, I was talking to the janitor, which me and him, you know, we talk and stuff. But she came into the lobby, and she came actually behind of the desk where I work. And um, the reason why she did that was because the janitor was there. If he wasn't there, she wouldn't have came back there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, so she came back there, and we all were talking. And one of the first questions she asked me was, how old do you think I am? Uh, I said about mm, 30. She's actually 45 years old, but she oh, wow. works out. Huh? No, I said, oh, wow, it's, uh, she looks good. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's really looking good. She she works out a lot. and um, But she is 45. She she had a body of, of like a 30, a 25-year-old, you can say, too, because she, she's really hot. So um, this went on for she her coming back there went on for about nine months and um she would come back there talk to me every weekend and she would just talk about herself her friends her family whatever else because she is like a nurse and we uh we're we are at a condo like place where where there's elderly people so every weekend she would do the same routine over and over, come back, talk to me about friends, family, whatever, whatever. And, you know, 
I think there was an attraction there. I definitely was attracted to her. Um, I think she was attracted to me too. But she never crossed the line, never asked me where I live, who I I live with, do I have a girlfriend, am I married, nothing. It was just strictly platonic and professional. And, um, you know, I I asked her for her number. She looked very uncomfortable, but I texted her the next day. And, you know, during the text conversation, she just didn't seem like she wanted to be bothered, like she was giving one uh one answer um once one word answers to my questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well here, I I think I know where this is going. You're you, I mean I don't know where it ends. Is is there like a, a a final thing that happened that you want to tell me or can I tell you what I think? Well 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 you know okay well um but you know I did that, you know, she said, Oh you, you know, I'm not really a phone person then I I asked her out, she she shot me down, and finally, I asked her. I actually asked her, um, "Is she attracted to me?" She says, "Oh no, I'm not attracted to you." What? No. Jesus yeah. Christ! You should have been like, you know what? You look 45. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but you know, she did this every weekend. Come back, talk to me. A lot of eye contact between me and her. She kept it professional. I asked her for a phone number. She shot me down. I asked her out. Out. She shot me down. So I just went bold and I said, "Are you attracted to me?" She goes, "No, yeah. no, I'm not attracted to you." So what you know, when I asked her that question, "Is she attracted to me?" She stopped coming back. You know, she she did not come back there no more. She just came into work, said hi to me, and that was it. Like, so I mean, what do you think of that? I, I mean, for somebody to do it every week after week. And not being attracted to me, it's just, it's just crazy. Well, first off, I have a few questions. Is she attracted to the janitor? Is she going out with the janitor, maybe? Oh, oh no, 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 no. He just, no, he just works here. No, no. Okay, Definitely but you're not. the door, you're the door guy of the building, and she's right, and she lives in the building, right? No, she works here. She works. She is a okay. nurse. He's a nurse. And he's a door guy. He's the janitor. She doesn't like the janitor. The janitor doesn't like her. You like her. She doesn't like you. Here's the thing. Here's the deal. Uh, mm-hmm. You got your answer. Maybe she was lonely. Sometimes people are just lonely and they want companionship and they want to hang out and they want to talk and they want to be platonic. And ju- I know she's a woman and I know that you're attracted to her. And it's confusing because if a woman is spending time with you, you think, well, that's weird. She's sending me mixed signals. Why is she here if she doesn't like me? But maybe just just take a step back and realize maybe she just wanted to talk and she just wanted to be in the company of of nice people and just be there, yeah. you know, and 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 just let it be that. At least you at least you confronted the situation and you asked her out and. Right, right. Ask if she's attracted. So now you have your answer. At least you're not living in confusion. But you, it's right now your ego is like you want to know. You want you're like, why would she do this? What's, <laughs> you know, what's wrong with me? Yeah. How could she even do this? Blah blah blah. Whatever. But whatever. But you know what? Let it go. 
You have your answer. Yeah, I mean, now, now, she's just, we're all just people. I know women and men have sex, and we're supposed to all have sex with each other or whatever, but sometimes we don't want to, and we're just people, and we just want to be around other people because we're lonely. Yeah, but, I mean, if, because, you know, someone else told me, you know, you should ask her out, and I did, and it was just every week. I mean, why would somebody every single weekend just come in your personal space and not – I just don't get that. I mean, that's just maybe, crazy. Maybe she liked. Maybe she liked you, but she just didn't want to have sex with you, or she didn't want to. Keep, maybe she's just genuinely hanging out with you guys. And, and imagine she was a man. Just pretend she's a man, and the man stopped by all the time and was like shooting the shit with you guys. Then it then it would be okay. The only the only different factor is she's a girl. So all of a sudden, it's like all these expectations on her because she's a woman. She's not allowed to hang out. It's sending the wrong messages. Like. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you just have to let it go. You have to let it go, and you can't. And and uh, sometimes women are flirts. Like even if she was flirty or more flirty than than she was, like sometimes yeah, that's, right. that's a little bit annoying. That's a little bit annoying sometimes because and so sometimes women just like attention and they like to be flirty and that's how they are. But was she even that flirty, or she was just hanging out? Um, you know, she was not flirty. She just kept she just kept this conversation strictly just platonic. But the thing is, is she would be looking at me like, like talk to me, like try to pick me up, like move on me, you know. But and then I, she just had that look to her, like, and you know, when when she would leave to go, you know, to work, she would look, you know, she would like look look at me like, why don't you try to talk to me, like pick me up, and you know. Because, you know, you can tell when a woman wants to be approached, and I don't know. It, it's just I, I did, and she just don't seem like she wants to get close, you know, so. She, so she does, and I guess you can't I guess you can't tell when a girl wants to get close because, or be approached because you got confused in the situation. You got, you know, so you, you yeah. don't know when a woman wants, wants, wants to be picked up because she didn't. And, you know, she's just, she's a woman. We're just people. We're just people. Sometimes it's fun to just talk and be silly and laugh and be light and casual with your workmates, and that's a fun thing to do. And and you know what I mean? She's just. We're women are just people, and at least so, so, you ask her out and you right. got your answer. You gotta let it go. So, right. I mean, okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna let it go, but I mean, it's just you know, for but. I just couldn't understand that every not not every other weekend, not once a month. It, this was like weekly. I, I just I don't know. What if I, she was I a was man? Just... What if she What if she was a man? What would you have thought? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, that she that that she's just um just being friendly, you know, just being friendly. That that yeah. he just wanted to talk. So yeah, maybe yeah. you're right, you know. Maybe you're right. Because really, we're just people. We're just girls, just people. And, and you know what? It's really cool you asked her out because that's great because you're a good communicator. You're making things happen. But then you got your answer. So, so now you have to chalk it up as to, like, just think of her like one of the guys. Think of her like a man and uh, and don't take it personally. Right. Just to let it go. And some and women are just people, too. I know they're women, and you were attracted to her, so it makes it it, it makes it very confusing. You wanted, to, you wanted it to go one way, and you're just shocked. Because you really thought you were reading. Well, yeah, the yeah, but now you know. So, so what do you think now? I mean, she's actually staying away from from me now. She don't well, come yeah, in. 
because because it's, she gets it. She realized that by hanging out, she was giving you the wrong impression. So now she's trying to correct that behavior, and she's right. not. She she doesn't want to go where she doesn't want to make you think that you want that she wants anything from you. Because she, it was. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, so okay, you have so, to just like you know, don't be don't be creepy, don't be mean, don't be bitter, don't be a rapist, don't no, be no, weird. No. You know what I mean? Like just just be like. Right, right. Think, okay, think, but think do you think I guy. should? What? Right. Okay, but do, do do you think I should say to her, listen, um, you know, don't worry about my question. I mean, I just probably misread, you know, m- misread that, and just, you know, you think I should approach her and just say, don't worry, you know, she can still come by and say hi, just to make her feel feel comfortable because I probably, as you said, made her feel un- uncomfortable, and um. I. You know, I just don't want her to be like, oh, I'm not going back in there. He's going to, you know, sing that I want him and stuff. Do you, do you think I should say something to her about that? Or? I think I think you don't have to. Does she ever walk past you and then, like, does, do you ever accidentally run into her? Or does she ever walk past where you are? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She has to pass by me to go up to the, you know, up into the condo. I mean, she says hi and and how you doing, but she doesn't really stop by and talk, talk no more like 15, 20 minutes like she used to. She just goes upstairs. Okay, well, listen to me. You know, if if she were to come, start coming back and talking to you for 15 to 20 minutes again, do you think that would be good or would you feel uncomfortable and would you feel embarrassed? How would you feel if she started going back to how she was before? If she comes back, I will, I will not feel uncomfortable. I would be relaxed. I would just take it as, you know, I took it as a mixed signal and, just think of her as one of the guys. I mean, I wish she would come back because I don't. I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. Well, right just, now, you know, she, right now, right now, I think she feels uncomfortable, and I think that you just let some time pass a little bit, and then maybe, maybe next time you see her, I don't know. I say just let, just let it be what it is. Let it be what it is right now, and then when the moment feels right, when you feel it in your bones, and you feel that the time mm-hmm. is right, the next, you know, when she passes by and you see her, just walk up to her real slow and go, hey, I just want to say one thing. Do you have a moment? And then she'll come over and you go, I'm, I'm, I just want to apologize. I, 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 I don't want things to be weird between us. I guess I misread you and I just want things to be normal and, and uh, I don't want, right. I, I know. Like I just wanted to go back mm-hmm. to normal and I'm your friend and I'll, you know, and I, uh, I, I apologize right, right. if I made you feel uncomfortable. But it's only, it's only because I, I thought you were, I thought you were beautiful or right, whatever. Right. I don't know. But just, Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I I understand what you mean. Yeah, you can always okay. say that, but but you don't you don't have to say that tomorrow, and you can let it you can let some time pass because she might be embarrassed and she might feel uncomfortable. So just let it be what it is, and then say it when when the then the moment it feels good feels right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. okay well, cool. thanks oh, so much. Thanks for your. You're you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Oh man, it's an extra long boy crazy radio tonight. Um. Holy shit, all these things I wanted to talk about. I tried to fucking discuss meditating. That went horribly awry. Oh, God. What else did I want to say? I have notes to myself here. Letting things flow, the difference between forcing things and seeing what comes to you naturally. I think I hit upon that. Oh, I went to Balthazar Getty's birthday uh, this week. KRS-One played. Everybody was very excited about that, but I have no idea who KRS-One is or was they rapped they're rappers i was into the music i i enjoyed it but i uh yeah anyway um 
Let's see. God, what else happened? Told you about the people doing cocaine. Oh, oh fuck it. I'll tell you the other things later. Oh, my God. I'm going to read another email. This is from Cindy. Hey, Alexi, I'm Cindy. I'm 18 years old from Los Angeles. I like boy, and I told my friend. Uh, as me and this guy got closer, she began to grow further apart. Apparently, she was talking to the guy, and now they are together. Wait a minute. What? Hold on. I liked this boy, and I told my friend. As me and this guy X got closer, she began to grow farther apart. Apparently, she was talking to the guy, and now they are together. Now that they are boyfriend and girlfriend, she hates me. Alexi, what should I do? Well, I'm completely confused. Uh, You got closer to the guy, and now she's dating him? I'm completely confused. I, I think you have to send me another email. I have totally no idea what's going on. Um, oh, God, I'm going to read this one. This is from uh, Zoe. Dear Alexi, when you take initiative and ask a dude on a date and he flakes last minute, do you make further attempts or leave the ball in his lame, flaky court and assume he's just not that into you? Zoe, I would say leave the ball in his court. If he flakes... That's his, yeah, I, I don't know what he wants. He might not want to hang out with you. Yeah, it's up to him to come back to you and go, hey, how are you doing? I hope that helps. Um, what else can I do here? You know what, guys? It's been a long night. We're feeling feelings. Things are happening. Uh, oh, God. What else? I have so many things I wanted to touch upon, and then the whole night just gets away from me. Blink-182. The bass player left of Blink-182. If I... Uh, I liked Blink-182. That might matter to me. I was thinking, though, that Blink-182 and Modest Mouse have a lot more in common than Modest Mouse probably wants to have in common with Blink-182 because uh, the bass player of Modest Mouse and Blink-182, the found, which we you know the founding members, the bass players of both bands, are both not in those bands anymore. And now it's just the lead singer and the drummer are the only founding members in both of those bands. So uh, if they run into each other on tour... They can talk about it. Uh, what the fuck else did I want to say? You know what? I think uh, I think that's all I really want to say. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by Boy Crazy. I'm boycrazy.com. Yes, that's good. That's the name of my website. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the other social networking things that we do uh, in our lives at Alexi Wasser. Um, tune in, same time, same place, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to boycrazyradio.com. You can download and subscribe episodes of Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yes, motherfucking iTunes. It's out of control. I can't believe it. Um, And if anybody in Los Angeles wants me to help their relationship in person or you have some kind of information you want to deliver to a guy you like or your boyfriend or you want me to mediate your relationship somehow, maybe even with a friend, email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com and uh, put bad news in the subject line. And uh, maybe if you're willing, I'm doing a live show at UCB at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater on Sunset. On January, Monday, January 23rd, 2015, at 7 p.m. And it's going to be like a live Boy Crazy Radio variety show. I'm going to have music, a musical guest, going to be talking about dating, 
We're going to have uh, audience participation, surprises. And if you want to be a part of it and you want to be on stage and you want me to give you advice or bring a big problem to the stage that I can help and the audience can help with and my guests can help you with, then email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject bad news. Maybe we can even get the couple, Nathan and, uh, and Janet, live and in person. And I can, uh, I can help their relationship in front of an audience. Anyway, many things to think about. Thank you very much for tuning in. And you know what, guys? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.